plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'd like to thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, July 19th, 2017. The Cowboys rookies report to camp today. And in a few days, the veterans will show up with the first practice scheduled to happen on Monday, the 24th. Football season's right around the corner. We're going to get some updates about practice here soon. And then we'll finally be back into the swing of the NFL. Today, I want to highlight some of the big camp battles that we are anticipating watching over the next month and into preseason, and some of these even into the season. So I have got five big battles I want to kind of talk about individually, talk about the players, why it's an important position, and all that comes with it. So let's go ahead and get started. The most important position... I believe in training camp that we're going to have, you're going to watch and it's going to be talked about the entire time is the middle linebacker spot. The two players competing for the spot are Anthony Hitchens and Jalen Smith. Uh, I've kind of renamed uh, Cowboys training camp this year. Jalen Smith watch as all eyes will be on Smith watching him to see how healthy he is. Uh, is he Participating with the pads on, how much are the Cowboys limiting him? Are they limiting limiting him at all? Um, everybody's going to be watching his every move. However, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be paying attention to another young linebacker on the Cowboys, Anthony Hitchens. Hitchens has been a reliable player for the Cowboys over the last three years, has played in every single game. He started every game last year at middle linebacker. He was dramatically better in 2016 than he was in the previous two seasons. I think there's another step that Hitchens can take as a player. And we saw it last year. He became a much better player in coverage than he was in 2014, 2015. I don't think he's dynamic. I don't think he's flashy. And that's what Jalen Smith is. So a lot of people are going to want to see the upside of Smith and the athleticism of you know what Jalen can provide. But Hitchens right now, I think, is just a better player. Um, I know that we haven't seen training camp and all that kind of stuff out there. But as of right now, Hitchens is the better player. Uh, it's going to take some time for Smith to get used to the NFL game. I'm still not convinced that he's going to have the explosiveness and the acceleration to survive this year in the NFL. And that's why I kind of think that Hitchens is going to start the year for sure as the team's middle linebacker and probably hold that job all season long. There's a chance that the Cowboys will allow another veteran to win that job. There's some rumblings that Dallas may or may not sign Justin Durant, guy that's been around the last couple of years. I like Durant. I think he's better as a Sam linebacker, but he's got experience playing inside if the Cowboys choose to go that way. But 
I will, I will say this. It seems as if Jalen Smith has taken big steps in the last few months. If Smith can progress and look um, noticeably better in September and October than he does now, I think there's a chance that Cowboys just give him the keys and say, hey, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll work through uh, maybe some of the rustiness. Remember, this is a guy that hasn't played football in over 20 months. Um, however, I think Hitchens is going to win this battle. I think he's going to win it easily. On Bleacher Report on Wednesday, I posted a uh, article about some over-unders. I predicted under 400 snaps for Jalen this year. I just don't see how he gets on the field uh, for Dallas. With Hitchens and Lee being the Cowboys' two starting linebackers, there's just not a lot of snaps to go around. I could be wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and guess that we do not see a ton of Jalen Smith this year. You might see it in in flashes, and I would tend to see it. I would tend to guess that you'll see it at the end of the season. I don't think you'll see it early on in the season. Uh, don't be surprised if the Cowboys don't play in the first four, five, six games of the season. Just, just saying, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if he's not active. Maybe he's on the active roster and they're just stashing him for a while. But don't be surprised if we don't see him for a while. That's the biggest training camp battle. But maybe the second biggest is at left guard. The Cowboys are trying to replace Ronald Leary, who left in free agency to Denver. Lyle Collins, the player that a lot of people thought was going to take that spot this year, has moved on to right tackle. Uh, we're going to talk about him a different podcast on what I think he can be at right tackle. But that leaves a big hole at left guard. We're not even sure exactly who the competitors are going to be for this spot. But we can kind of go ahead and guess that the two players that the Cowboys probably will give the most snaps to are Jonathan Cooper and Chaz Green. I watched Cooper's film from last year. He's bounced around the league a couple times. I thought he actually played well, um, but I think injuries have robbed him of his explosiveness. This is not the same athlete that we saw at North Carolina in college. I'll just get that out of the way right now. This is nowhere near the same athlete. However, in the right scheme, I think he can still be a good player. I think he can be an average to slightly above average player. And in Dallas, that's really all they're looking for out of that left guard. When you sandwich Cooper between Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick, as long as you've got an average starter there, you're fine. I think Cooper maybe has the most experience at that spot. I think he's maybe going to get a lot of reps. But I also believe that Dallas would like to have Cooper as their first guy off the bench for the interior lineman. He's played center before. He can play either guard. I think that's a good guy to have on game days. Uh, My guess is that they're going to give Chaz Green every opportunity to win that spot. Uh, In OTAs, Chaz Green lined up with the number one team at left guard. I think he's got the athleticism to do it. Obviously, he's got the power. Anytime you watch him last year, once he gets his hands on a guy, it's over. Um, We'll see. It's definitely going to be an adjustment. Uh, It's going to be rough for the first, well, for probably all of training camp and the first half of the season if Chaz Green is inserted in that spot. The only thing I really worry about, though, with Chaz Green is health. He's played in just, I think, believe three games in 33 possible starts in the NFL. Uh, Injuries have kind of 
you know, stopped his career. This is a big year for Chaz Green. If he cannot stay healthy, Dallas is going to have to move on next season. There's no reason of waiting around on this guy that hasn't been able to stay healthy in college and can't stay healthy in the NFL. Both Cooper Green have question marks with their health. Dallas is betting on one of them to stay healthy and perform well. If neither can do it, don't be surprised if the Cowboys use uh, veteran Byron Bell at that spot. I don't love Bell. I think he's a below-average player, but at least he has experience playing the position. Next one we're going to talk about, punt returner. Uh, I kind of think it was assumed that when Ryan Switzer was drafted in the fourth round that he was going to be given the job. I don't necessarily believe that's true. I don't believe Dallas hands out jobs. Uh, Switzer's going to have to earn it. Um, Whitehead was not good last year. He averaged just 7.8 yards per return. That put him about 13th in the league in uh, yards per return. That part actually is not too bad. He's a very average returner that way. What got him benched throughout the season was not his uh, lack of explosiveness. It was actually failing to misjudge punts, um, hit a couple that bounced inside the five that he should have fair caught, had a couple fumbles, a couple muffs. It's all the other stuff that comes with returning that irritates the Cowboys. Whitehead was battling a hamstring injury last year. We'll see if he's a little bit more explosive this year. It's his third year in the league. He knows that Switzer's after his job. Maybe maybe the light clicks for him. In, in that case, I don't think anybody should be bitter. If Dallas spent a fourth-round pick on Switzer and Lucky Whitehead beats him out because he's great in camp, that's fine. It, 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 they can find a role for Switzer, or they can just play with Lucky. I don't believe that Dallas is just going to hand Switzer that job. They are going to compete for it. Okay. The next one, right defense end, a very interesting spot. Like Switzer, I think it was kind of assumed that Taco Charlton, when he was drafted in the first round and after the uh, draft, Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett said, hey, this is a guy that's going to get every opportunity to start at right defense end. I think it was assumed that that's going to be a starting spot. I'm not so sure. Dallas has another defense end that's proven in this league, and that's Demarcus Lawrence. I think Lawrence is primed for a big year if he is healthy. I'm going to qualify that with if he is healthy. Uh, He enters his fourth season in the NFL. He's in a contract year. From, you know, just kind of the rumbles out there, it looks like he's in pretty good shape. He's ready to go for the season. Uh, they Dallas was probably going to be pretty cautious with him at the start of camp. I don't think they're going to overwork him. I think they're going to kind of ease him in. But my guess is that Dallas is going to want to use their first-round pick at right defense end. And that's good for Lawrence, probably. If Taco can start and Lawrence can, you know, spell him or play on nickel, or, you know, maybe Dallas decides, hey, let's... Let's PUP this guy, let him sit out the first six weeks, bring him back when he's healthy for the you know for the, the playoff stretch. That wouldn't be a bad idea either. They've got about nine or ten defensive linemen that I like. They're not going to be able to keep them all. Uh, I think Lawrence is primed to have a big year if he's healthy. Let's hope 
that he gets into camp, he practices. Uh, I just think he has the explosiveness in the length that the Cowboys wanted at that spot. And I think Taco is going to be a better fit long-term as a left defense end. We'll see how this all shakes out. I know DeMontre Moore is going to play a part in this. He's one of the guys that I'm really excited to see in camp. But look for the competition at right defense and really to be between the, or excuse me, Taco Charlton and Demarcus Lawrence. The last spot I want to talk about is the third running back job in Dallas. Now, I wrote a piece on Bleacher Report uh, early in the week about this job. And that was before we got some of the facts about Elliot and this bar incident. But at the time, ESPN's Adam Schefter said there's a growing sense that Elliot could face some kind of short suspension to start the year. My belief is it's going to be longer than that. I think there is a possibility that it's six, and I think it could even be greater than that. I'm just kind of trying to prepare Cowboys fans. I think the two two games is the floor. I think six is a very likely, you know, likely scenario. I think it could be more. Um, so if that were to happen, let's say Zeke's gone for four games. That means the Cowboys are going to have to rely on two veterans in Darren McFadden and Alfred Morris. I think McFadden is locked into that number two job. And I think that's pretty much a consensus right now that he's going to be the workhorse if and when Elliott is out. But my case has always been this. I would rather have Rod Smith as the team's third running back than Alfred Morris as the team's third. Let me give you my reasons why. Morris struggled mightily last year. Averaged just 3.14 yards per carry against seven-man boxes, less than three against eight-man boxes. He doesn't play on special teams. He doesn't catch the ball, and he doesn't pass protect. So you're talking to me about a 28-year-old running back, going to be 29 in December, that doesn't do much besides run the ball poorly, I'm going to look for somebody else to take that job. I like Rod Smith because he can do all those things that Alfred Morris can't. He can block. He can catch. He was a former receiver at Ohio State. He was a fullback last year for Dallas. He's got experience playing that. Uh, He can play on all your special teams units. I think he's a better runner. He's got the size, and he's got a little bit more speed. I won't be surprised if Morris is the better player during training camp during preseason, but Dallas still gives that job to the veteran in Morris. I would like to see Rod Smith with the first team just to see what he could do. I think that's a player that in today's NFL is a perfect fit because of his versatility. I think, you know, he can play on third downs. He He's not going to burn you down the, down the field, but this is a guy that you can spread out and he can beat linebackers in coverage. This is a good, good athlete. Keep Rod Smith in mind in camp. I think the Cowboys are going to find a role for him somewhere, whether it's the fourth running back or as the second fullback or wherever. I think Smith is a good bet to make this roster somehow. If you've got another camp battle that you want to talk about or you have questions about, let me know. Use the hashtag LockedOnCowboys. We will talk about some of these again tomorrow. I've got a couple others I want to touch on. So make sure you tweet us. Uh, using the hashtag LockedOnCowboys. You can tweet me at Marcus underscore Mosier. Make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.